the Radio 1 91FM podcast. From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who gets it done, it's time for our fortnightly catch-up with Dunedin's mayor, we're Squawking with Hawkins. Hello everyone and you are listening to Radio 1 91FM and this is The Breakfast Show with Sinead and Hannah and we have Dunedin Mayor Aaron Hawkins on the line. How are you Aaron? Very good, thank you. And you? Oh, we're very good. We're so happy that it's nice and sunny today with a high of 20 degrees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we're good. Very good. All right. Always good to ease into things with some weather chat. Yeah, oh, always. You know, the, the go-to card of small talk, it really. It is the go-to. Ah, weather. Um, but no, we we love to see it. We're are both very... Well, I'm a big summer person, so I'm, like, yeah. very excited. We're kind of old done. people when it comes to the weather. We actually find it an interesting conversation <laughs> Yeah. That's all right. Um, <laughs> and currently uh, at Otago Peninsula, uh, mm. there is work happening to stabilise Therun Beach, and there's three rock pillars that are being built currently. How would do you know much about this project and how it's progressing? Uh, I, I know some. So the the Therone Beach uh, Reserve uh, project has been talked about for a long time and is finally happening and and the work is in two parts really there's uh, as you say uh, they're building uh, a series of rock groins and by they uh, I mean a Port Otago in this instance who's uh, had that work consented and uh, and underway uh, to to try and shore up the uh, the reserve and so the reserve is a project of the city councils and, and basically is um, in, in line with other work that we're doing in, in playgrounds and open spaces to make it a more attractive uh, place for people to visit and with the uh, increased number of people making use of the uh, the peninsula connection, the, the shared path that connects the city uh, out to uh, Portobello, it, it will become a, a significant uh, destination for, for, for visitors but also a, a great asset for uh, the community who live in that area. Yeah, it will, I think it will be um, very good to have that, especially to stop, I guess, the erosion of the beach, but make it more easy-friendly for people to go visit. Do, will the public expect any delays for this summer at, like, attending the beaches, or can we attend the beach while the project is still yeah. ongoing? Uh, that, is a, that is a level of detail that is beyond me, but certainly I haven't, I'm not aware that the, uh, the, the access would be... Uh, restricted, Prepared. but yeah, it's a valid question. <laughs> awesome, thank Easy you. Easy, um, Now, since we last chatted with you, um, vaccine mandates have occurred for, mm-hmm. you know, people in lines of work like teaching. Um, how has there been any pushback beyond expectation um, that you're aware of, and kind of what is your perception of this response? Uh, I, no, I don't. I don't think there's been there's been much. Uh, pushback. I mean, as we know, um, uh, there is a, a, a small but vocal group within well, our community and communities up and down the Mopsu who are uh, in opposition to all the vaccine more generally and, and certainly uh, making it uh, mandatory more specifically. And, and at, a, at a philosophical level, it is a, a, a vexed problem in trying to balance uh, the, using the tools we have that we know uh, keep people safe, safer, 
uh, and the, and the the human rights argument around people uh, being able to make decisions for themselves and mm-hmm. and people are still able to to make decisions. It's just that you know, making decisions for yourself isn't always without consequence, and and it's now clearer uh, through the traffic light system uh, what people are choosing to opt in or opt out of mm-hmm. uh, in the in the community at large should they uh, not. Uh, use the vaccine tools that are available to them. Yeah, I think that's a good point of just like there are still options. It's like there is a mandation, but there are, you know, you can still choose if you want to to not have the vaccine. Like it isn't a blanket rule. You just then are making other choices as a consequence. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I, yeah. I don't want to train as a forklift driver, so I'm not going to get a job as a forklift driver. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A great yeah. choice. Sir. <laughs> Um, yesterday, Te Papa announced that all visitors should be required to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, um, coming into effect with the start of the traffic light system. Um, can we expect to see similar from Otago facilities, such as Otago Museum or um, the Dunedin Public Libraries, for example? We will have a response. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, to note that we haven't... We haven't had a particularly long period of time. The implications are particularly for, as you say, uh, institutions and and, uh, and public facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at the, at the moment, uh, we have council has a, a draft policy for uh, how we uh, how we will respond and, and what we will expect of, uh, of of staff and visitors, and that will go through its uh, go through its process. And similarly. Uh, the Otago Museum uh, will be um, taking that to their uh, their staff will take it to the board next week uh, for approval or otherwise. Um, but that's that's certainly a very a very live conversation, and obviously you know, private uh, businesses may not necessarily be uh, required to uh, operate under the vaccine certificate program. Retailers currently uh, don't have to, but some. Uh, may well choose to, and we're seeing certainly in Auckland people are uh, choosing well, publicly declaring whether they will or not, and mm-hmm. uh, and that is um, that's going to be interesting to see how uh, how that plays out. But you know, we've seen Mercy Hospital here in Dunedin um, decide that, you know, and they are a private business, but decided that all patients uh, and visitors uh, will need to be uh, fully vaccinated uh, to come. Uh, on site, so that isn't something that the public health system will do for very good reason. But mm-hmm. uh, we're seeing we're seeing people uh, take the opportunities uh, that are being presented to them to keep people safe over and above what is going to be required by law. Right. So Otago Museum are they? Is it are they private? Are they able to make those calls, or is that come back to the council? Uh, no, the, the museum is governed by its own. Well, it's, it's governed by a, a statute of Parliament of all things, but uh, it has a yeah, it has its own separate governing body. It's not owned by or it's, it's, its primary funder is the city council, but it's not owned or governed mm-hmm. by the city council. Okay, all right. So that's their call. Yeah, about the yeah. mandation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there any um, big facilities here in Utiputi that um, are a risk of having like? Like that, you have been looking at as a council at mandating any protocols similar to, to Papa, or is everything is kind of, yeah? yeah. Uh, well, well, all of our, I mean, it's, it's something that we're taking very seriously and considering very seriously across all of our, <clears throat> all of our uh, institutions and, and facilities, whether that's Toy Two or 
uh, the public art gallery or the public library or Moana Pool and so on. Um, and, and, and also, obviously, um, there's no purpose in holding a significant event uh, under the orange setting uh, without using vaccine certificates because you end up being limited to 100 or fewer in, in a venue like a 4 5 bar stadium, which uh, we own, again, but don't, uh, don't directly manage. Um, and they will be making those similar decisions because uh, you, you can't. For, for a lot, for large parts of um, events, entertainment, hospitality, festivals, those sorts of things, um, it's it's just not viable, won't be viable um, to to, um, to operate without vaccine certificates. And we're currently uh, looking at uh, what that means for Aberdeen Railways, who were set to run a, another summer of trips out to out through the Taieri Gorge uh, and out to Waipapi. Uh, and they can that's being worked through by, by their board as to how they can manage uh, safely and viably uh, at the same time under the new system. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, very interesting. I feel like it's um, going to be a differently... What's our USA doing? Um, we haven't heard, I guess, as a student perspective, no, anything from OUSA um, directly. Yeah, or uni at all. Um, but I, I guess yeah, they're making I mean, something now. There's a sense that there's something in the works and we're just waiting for everything to pass, I think. But, um, yeah, we haven't officially heard anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see over the next wee while, especially with summer school opening up and then the new year for. Yeah, and I've, I've heard as well through the grapevine that um, the halls of residence are going to be all um, mandated. Like you have to be vaccinated to be in a hall. Um, yeah, so then, right. yeah, and I imagine just thereby kind of default, at least in the next three years, the uni essentially itself will have its student body yeah. vaccinated. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today. Hope you have a wonderful day and get to go out in the sun a little bit. Yeah, enjoy the sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) See you. See ya. Awesome. That was uh, Mayor of Dunedin, Aaron Hawkins, here on the line. Oh, it's really nice to have like an interesting conversation of what goes on with vaccine mandates. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see everything in the news and it's kind of like... Yeah, and I think they're often released as like official yeah. decisions and it feels like a kind of a stake in the ground almost of like, there's been, you know, this is just a call we're making, but it's like, it's good to know. I mean, you hope hope it happens that there is like wider consideration a lot that goes into the decision before it gets made yeah. officially um, yeah and it's nice to know I guess in your area what public um, areas are open um, mm-hmm. what kind of things are going on because I know that I I'm someone you know I don't want to be doing anything like wrong like I don't want to be not wearing you know not mm. you've got to make sure that you scan in wear a mask those are the two you know mandatory things that but it's just other things you know if you're having any events how many people you can attend mm. and all those kinds of things so um, if you are looking for further information I mean the uh, government website is always good covid govt.nz um, but yeah more info stay tuned Beautiful. we have coming up that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.